Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. This is going to be for First Kings chapter 9. And it came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house and all Solomon's desire, which he, had, he was pleased to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time as he had appeared unto him at, at Gibeon. And the Lord said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication that thou hast made before me. I have hallowed this house which thou hast built to put my name there forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness and do to do according to all that I have commanded thee and will keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom upon Israel forever, as I promised to David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man upon the throne of Israel. But if ye shall at all turn if ye shall at all turn from following me, ye or your children, and will not keep my commandments and my statutes which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them. I think that's a warning. Then will I cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name will I cast out of my sight, and Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. James E. Talmadge explained how the prophetic warning was ignored and came to fulfillment. The glorious preeminence of this splendid structure was of brief duration. Thirty-four years after its dedication, but five years subsequent to the death of Solomon, its decline began, and this decline was soon to develop into general spoliation, spoliation, and finally to become an actual desecration. Solomon the king, the man of wisdom, the master builder, had been led astray by the wiles of idolatrous women, and his wayward ways had fostered iniquity in Israel. The nation was no longer a unit. Their factions and sects, parties and creeds, some worshiping on the hilltops, others under green trees, each party claiming excellence for its own particular shrine. The temple soon lost its sanctity. The gift became depreciated by the perfidy or betrayal of the, of the giver, and Jehovah withdrew his protecting presence from the place no longer holy. Verse 8, And at this house, which is high, every one that passeth by shall be astonished, and shall hiss, and that means whistle, and they shall say, Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land and to this house? And they shall answer, Because they forsook the Lord their God, who brought forth their fathers out of the land of Egypt, and have taken upon taken up other gods, or taken hold upon other gods, and have worshipped them, and served them, therefore hath the Lord brought them brought upon them all this evil. And it came to pass at the end of twenty years, when Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house. Now Hiram the king of Tyre had finished had furnished Solomon with cedar trees and fir trees and with gold according to all his desire, that then King Solomon gave Hiram twenty cities in the land of Galilee. And Hiram came out from Tyre to see the cities which Solomon had given him, and they pleased him not. And he said, What cities are these which thou hast given me, my brother? And he called them the, the land of Kabul, or displeasing, or dirty, unto this day. And Hiram sent to the king six score talents of gold. And this is the reason of the levy which King Solomon raised for to build the house of the Lord, and his own house, and Milo, and the wall of Jerusalem, and Hazor, and Megiddo, and Gezer, for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, has, had gone up, and taken Gezer, and burned it with fire, and slain the Canaanites that dwell in the city, and given it for a present unto his daughter, 
Solomon's wife. And Solomon built Gezer and Beth Horan the nether, and Baleth and Tadmor in the wilderness in the land, and all the cities of store that Solomon had, and cities for his chariots, and cities for his horsemen, and that which Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem and in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion, and all the people that were left of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Debuzites, which were not of the children of Israel, their children that were left after them in the land, whom the children of Israel also were not able utterly to destroy upon those did Solomon levy a tribute of bond service unto this day. But of the children of Israel did Solomon make no bondmen, but they were but they were men of war, and his servants, and his princes, and his captains, and rulers of his chariots, and his horsemen. These were the chief of the officers that were over Solomon's work, five hundred and fifty, which bear rule over the people which wrought that wrought in the work. All this building caused the people to be unhappy because of the heavy taxes and, con and conscription of labor required. Verse 24, but Pharaoh's daughter came up out of the city of David unto her house, which Solomon had built for her when then did he build Milo. And three times in a year did Solomon offer burnt offerings and peace offerings upon the altar, which he built unto the Lord. And he burnt incense upon the altar that was before the Lord. So he fin finished the house. And King Solomon made a, a navy of ships in Ezion-Geber, which is beside Eloth, on the shore of the Red Sea, in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent in the navy his servants, shipmen that had knowledge of the sea, with the servants of Solomon. And they came to Ophir, and fetched from thence gold, mm -hmm. 420 talents, and brought it to King Solomon. I guess that must be where they get the golden wedge of Ophir from. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter. We'll see you next time. Bye.